This is not your mother's middle age. No longer is waking up each day, living the wash, rinse, and repeat cycle acceptable. We have the life lessons, the relationships, the wins, and the losses with which to navigate to our highest self without hesitation and without fear leading the way. We have been there and done that, and so we have so much to offer the world and each other. So join me on this journey speaking to ordinary women doing extraordinary things for new insights, new ideas, new medical breakthroughs, and new life lessons. You will be inspired to find your best life here and now. My name is Wendy Charles McGuire, and this is your Second Wind Podcast. Welcome, Second Winders. A year of Second Wind has come and gone, and what a journey it has been and continues to be. There are so far over 85 women and a couple of token men that I have conversed with and with whom now I consider to be my friends. I have learned so much and continue to. It's like I opened up a door and there are so many new rooms to discover. It has been a challenging year personally and physically for me. Finding my own way into podcasting and how it works and how much it costs is one way. Uh, dealing with an emergency surgery for my mother for about two months and flying back and forth to New Jersey was another. Having my own case of COVID in August and recovering from that was another. And then in October, beginning October, having a horrible reaction to what I thought was not a sodium glutamate, but it wasn't. I found out I had Lyme disease. And I am right in the beginning of what will be a really long-ass journey with that. However, because of Second Wind and all of the challenges, I am a totally different person handling it all. I'm open to all of the things and I'm present for it. And the most amazing people have shown up in my life. And the lessons I continue to learn are endless. In this episode with Anne Klassen, she interviews me and she's part of the podcast babes and she produces my podcast, Second Wind. And we talk about the year and the lessons and the action items that I didn't even know I I had learned (laughs) that she brought out. And all I can say now is how blessed I feel to be able to have had this platform and continue to have this platform to have these fabulous people enter my life and learn how to be intentional and mindful and present each and every day. It is truly my honor to continue to work on the podcast Second Wind and to continue to bring you these amazing people that just keep showing up. So I know it's where I'm supposed to be. It is my second wind. Thanks so much. Hello, welcome to a new episode. Today I'm here with my wonderful, amazing client, Wendy McGuire. She is the host of the Second Wind podcast. She has been doing her magic with her podcast for the past year. Her podcast is about one year old now, a little over one year old. I wanted to bring her on a podcast to ask how she started a podcast, how it's going, um, what she learned in one year of podcasting. And I I know that she has been through some 
amazing growth and she is inspiring so many women with her podcast. So I'm sure that we can get a lot of actionable tips and valuable information from her. So Wendy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Anne. Yeah, Anne came to me unexpectedly as a great outlet and person to produce and makes it easy for someone like me, which we'll talk about. And I've just enjoyed working with you, Anne, so much. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for your kind words, Wendy. Wendy, how did you get started with the podcast? I know that it is... um, it was not something that you were doing before, like you were not in the online business space or anything before you started a podcast. So can you walk us through how that was for you? Like, why did you start a podcast? How did you make the decision? Well, there's so many versions to this um, from you'd have to look, you'd have to go back to why I started the podcast on my podcast, because that's a whole story with bears and, and trails and people and stuff. However, for the purposes of this podcast, it was really kind of a download like, hey, you need to provide a place for women to support each other as they hit the late, you know, the 40s, 50s and beyond, because we all inevitably and invariably ask the question, what's next? Uh, and I had found that with my group of friends And we would sit around or walk or do something and be like, oh, well, this kid's going here. This kid's going here. I'm going to be an empty nester. And a lot of women didn't really know what was next. And I guess I didn't really know what was next either, but I wasn't that concerned with it because we had, I was a busy person, very busy doing. I was doing restaurants. I was doing my charity. I was doing, doing, doing. But what happened was learning about life and the purpose of life, I was hit with this, you need to share, you need to get this out there, you need to do a podcast. Have no idea why that hit me other than that I was listening to podcasts and saying, wow, these are great podcasts, I'm enjoying them. However, a lot of the information I felt for lack of a better way to say it, too old for. Like I'd already raised my kids. I didn't need to know how to pack the quick lunches that were nutritious, how to how to do laundry at midnight and still have it look good the next, you know, things like that. Yeah. How to how to how to do this, how to make your husband happy while raising three children. I just didn't need that anymore. Been there, done that. And I wanted to find things about women in the second half of life. And as I went on, I thought, you know, now's really the time when we can be in our purpose, when we can serve others and find our individualized purpose and our highest self in doing so. Yeah, exactly. So it was really from that that need that you had yourself to just hear a podcast like this. And then you were like, then you basically discovered that there was nothing like it. Not that I liked anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing that drew my interest. And and I'm kind of like a shiny objects person. And I like to hear stories. I love stories. I love to find out, well, what makes this person tick? Well, where'd you come from? You know, how'd you grow up? And I thought, gosh, there's got to be other people that want to know these these stories as well. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. 
So how was it to start a podcast? Because starting a podcast, I don't know what, like, what was your expectation and what was it really like to start it? Really scary, really scary. And it's interesting too, as I've learned, is when you're walking in your purpose, things, things come to you that you need when you need them. I know it sounds woo-woo, but I've seen it happen for myself. So here I am going, gosh, a podcast. I don't know how to do a podcast. That's ridiculous. I can't even share a call on my cell phone. Seriously. I can't even put someone on hold on my cell phone. So how <laughs> would I, and I don't have a social media thing or a following. How would I even begin this? This is stupid. So once you are done talking yourself out of it and still willing to talk yourself back into it, then things happened. I thought, well, who do I know that might know somebody that could give me some information? And then I started reaching out to those people. And they're like, oh, well, I know someone who has a podcast. Like, how would I have known that? And, and then they send them to you and you're like, wow, you do a podcast. That's great. Well, how do you, how do, you do all that production stuff? Oh, well, I use this person. And then you, you know, and it just is a matter of conversations of people that come to you and and then you just kind of follow those leads. It actually was quite organic and it was all of a sudden these people are rallying with you to make it happen and talking you off the cliff the whole time. Cause you're like, why am I doing this? Why? Why? I'm 55 years old. This is ridiculous. Or I was about to be 55 years old. So it's been a year and like a week and a half since a week. How Marie Forleo says it, everything is figure outable, right? Everything's figure outable. It's so true. The things that stop us from figuring out is our own self talk of negative stuff because our our body, our mind, our emotions, our ego just wants us to be safe all the time. Right? Don't don't branch out. That that could be scary. You might fall. So you get this protective mode and then you talk yourself out of the greatness that's within you. And you and I've I've learned when you when you go ahead and jump, you get caught if you're jumping for the right reasons. Yeah, so what I love about your podcast is, and also how you described it is you had you had no audience or like no big audience at least, like you had uh probably friends who were in the same boat. And I had no audience because my friends the friends that were with me as I was saying, hey, I want to do a podcast. What do you think? There's only like two of them that listen. Oh, yeah. My mother doesn't even listen. <laughs> my mother also doesn't listen to my podcast. <laughs> I'm just telling you, if you think your friends are going to be the ones who support you, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was a lesson. Keep going. I'm sorry. I interrupt. Yeah. So what I wanted to say is you started from, from zero, from literally zero audience. Well, you're two friends. So you started probably with two listens. And you have grown a podcast in a year so much. I mean, we were talking about this before we hit record that you are not sure like what is good because there's always someone with more downloads and there's people with millions of downloads for every episode. But like starting from absolute zero and then in a year going where you are now, I think that is so cool. And I also what I really admire of your podcast specifically is that it is really organic it's not very 
pushy and huge marketing or but it's really organic like people they just listen to your podcast they love it they tell their friends about it and that's how I think you gain most of the listeners because people just keep coming back so can you tell us more about how that was in that year like growing the podcast I'm sure there were ups and downs do you want to share anything about that uh yeah I started with this, this different company before I found you Insta podcast with Jessica Hurley. And I'm going to have an, an actual podcast with her. She was fabulous. And um, she herself really kept me focused because I was just all over the place. I didn't know what was important. Um, and I didn't know about you yet. And uh, when I was brought to you by a gal I hired to help me kind of figure out how to be focused you offered some things that they didn't offer yet. So that's, so I jumped ship and she was kind with it. She's like, Hey, yeah, go do that. Cause we're not there yet with the company. So I'll offer you that stuff, but we'll still be friends all as well. So it was a lot of, I needed, I needed somebody in my corner who knew what was going on to kind of keep me going. Cause I just didn't know what you don't know is scary sometimes but I just kept doing it. And I found that every time I was in a conversation with someone, I felt fabulous. It was like that, it was like that soul thing. It's like, aha, this is what it's like when you're when you're leading with your soul, with your purpose. And it's 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 fabulous. And time just flies by. And then I've got this new friend. And then that friend tells another friend, and oh, you should, you should interview this person, and then just people keep coming to you. My husband said, how do you, you know, my family was trying to talk me out of it the whole time because it costs money. This is not until you monetize, which I'm working on, it costs you money. So it really has to be something you're passionate about unless you're lucky enough to have a company or, or someone behind you to back you. So it's very easy to get derailed because you're like, do I really need to keep spending this money? Is it really making a difference? But I would keep going back to the fact that, wow, I feel, I feel like my purpose is being met. I'm being driven. And I keep having these names of women all over the country and actually in different places in the world come to me. So obviously there's something here. And the biggest lesson I learned, Anne, was getting rid of expectations in my life. Gosh, I wish I learned that. 50 years ago, but I just don't have any expectations as to how anything's supposed to go. I do the work, but I don't, I don't have a foregone conclusion of how or what I want out of each episode. It's really about feeling like you are in alignment. And like you said, like you said, forgetting time and just sharing this story. And then you'll just see what happens. The only really bad, bad thing that happened during this past year was I reached out. I just always just reach out to authors or people that I, women that I think are very interesting that I would like to talk to. And lucky me, a lot of them just say, sure. And I, they just go for it. And this one particular person is a fairly famous author. And I had looked at some of her stuff and I thought I had read her book. I thought it was on the bookshelf back there as one of those like Covey kind of businessy things. And we started the pre-interview and I wanted to talk about her 
you know, the book was great. I'm glad she had the book, but I wasn't there to promote the book. The book kind of was doing its own thing. I wanted to talk about the person who wrote the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I'm asking these questions, so how'd you, how'd you grow up? And, you know, the thing that really triggered her was I said, well, when was that moment that you knew what you were doing wasn't working for you? And here you are in the hospital looking out the window because you're so, your body's just said enough. And now you're going to switch gears completely and, and start writing this book. And that was like, she's like, I don't really want to talk about this. Obviously, you don't know who I am. And she just let me have it. And I, I go, oh, you know, and you, you backtrack and you're like, oh, no. And I'm like, well, gosh, I'm so sorry. I mean, would you consider in the future, maybe I'll, I'll make sure that I read the book first and all this stuff. And she's, nope, I don't, I don't ever want to do this. This is not a good fit. I was like, okay. And then I got off that call and I was like, ready to just quit. And then I, I put it on, and this was a big lesson for me. I put it on Facebook with a picture of me, like fresh, freshly teared face. And I said, wow, I got my butt handed me to me today. Um, this is what I did. Uh, I, I didn't prepare, I guess, like I should have. I didn't really know what I didn't know. And the outpouring of people commenting was amazing. No, keep going. Don't worry about this. And I had actually a friend of mine, he was an ex-boyfriend, actually pop ring, ring in and say, Wendy, what's really interesting that you never mentioned she never listened to your podcast to know that that's what your podcast does. So maybe you the one that's insulted. It was not a match, but probably from both sides, not just from her side. Yeah. If I had known you didn't want to share your story other than promote your book, well, then we wouldn't have talked. I think it's also so smart to share this on social media and to take your audience with you in this experience because it is not all unicorns and rainbows and oh my god it's so amazing to be a podcaster like there's ups and downs there's highs and lows and I think also sharing the lows is is also smart because you give your audience the opportunity to support you through this because I totally understand the feeling like never mind I'm just not doing interviews anymore I mean I thought (laughs) I thought that as well like different situation but same thought like it's sometimes it's just not all cool and and amazing and great and then you're like oh you know never mind why do I even do this right why do I even do this right why am I spending my money and hearing the crap from my husband about spending the money like you know, if you're not feeling supported and it's kind of a lonely, it's kind of a lonely thing. It's not like you're going to an office and the team is working on a project. This is you. And uh, it's all you, which can mentally, you can totally derail yourself every single day. So that's, that's, the, that's the lesson is to just keep going with those feelings Keep putting it out there, being completely honest with your audience, because that's what women need to hear, I think, at this point in our lives. What do you have to lose? You're being honest. You've you've lived 50-something years or whatever it is. I, who cares what anybody else thinks? Just whatever you can do that's going to help just one person figure it out for themselves and 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 feel better about themselves and want to do something. 
or learn something about, oh, well, maybe that's why, you know, I've had different episodes on about health and what happens and I'm going to have plenty more, but, oh, I didn't realize, you know, maybe I don't feel well because of this, this, and this. Oh, maybe I should go investigate that because there's just so many things out there that we're just not getting driven to us because they're holistic, they're somatic, they're not in our Western medicine. And unless you're you're headed in that direction, you're just not going to get the information. So I'm just trying to throw it out there. Yeah. Make it accessible for everyone. Yeah. As I learn. And then I also do everything. So I, yeah. <laughs> I tried it. I tried it. I tried it. I tried it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you can actually, you can actually talk about it because you have tried it. And another tip that I think that we can take away from this episode is what I love about this experience that you had is, okay, you didn't have the interview with this author. But what you did is you recorded a solo episode about your experience. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did. And I remember that we added that episode, we uploaded it and all. And that was one of one of the best performing episodes that you have on a podcast. I think that says a lot because people want that honesty. Like they also want to get to know you. So I think if if any other podcasters have a similar experience that I don't know, like they've learned a lesson through doing the podcast, then share it. You know, it's an episode. It's how you can tell your people how, how you're doing and what you're doing and what's going on behind the scenes. And I think that's really good to share. That was a good point. Yeah. I remember record. I just said, I'm just going to record this. It'll make me feel better. maybe. And I just uploaded it. Not kind of didn't think you would. I, I don't know. I just said, what do you think? Like, this is silly. And you're like, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to, we're going to do that. And you are hundred percent right. You know, you got to also believe that you can bring value to others. Just like with this podcast. I'm like, why do you want to talk to me? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Because you've been doing this for a year and because you are not maybe the average 20 something year old podcaster who can just Google everything and be like, okay, I'll just start a podcast and it's all easy and, and easy to Google because that's not everyone. And it should be it should be possible for everyone to to start a podcast if they want to, because I think that that would also uh, make it possible for us to hear more voices, more different voices. And I think that's super, super important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Wendy, from a year of podcasting, what would you say is the key learning that you had in that whole year? I would say there's a couple of things. I mean, I glossed over them, but one is to not have expectations about any outcomes. Do the things that speak to your heart and that make you feel, for lack of a better way to say this, alive maybe, in touch with your universe around you and and hone in on that energy. There's an energy I think we all feel when we're, because there's not a better term to use the word alignment because it's such an overused word right now, but it, it does embody what I'm saying. So when you're in alignment and you're, and you're feeling the energy and the the flow, it's like a flow, just kind of this thing. That's such a cool feeling. And, and it's just getting to that and having that be incorporated into your life more and more throughout the day. How do you get to that feeling? And it doesn't just have to be, say, 
in a creative way. It can, if you can find that kind of happiness and, and fulfillment, feeding your dogs or going, you know, whatever it is you're doing, going for a walk. I had it yesterday, swimming laps, and I hate swimming laps. And I, I, I finished up, I, I got out of the pool and I had that shit eating grin on my face. Like, wow, life is pretty good, you know? And when you, when you can just sit, be in that moment and listen, that's the third thing is listening. Being able to be quiet and really listen to what's coming to you. I think this is very interesting. I think this is one of the things that make your interview so good because you actually listen what the other person says. And I think that's also because it's uh, not completely scripted. I know that you prepare the interviews, you have a a pre-interview and you have questions ready but you are you when you listen to the interview you know you hear that you are fully present in that moment you're just talking to this person so I think it's really interesting that you said that as a as one of the key learnings that you had I will tell you too I do the pre-interview basically to get the whole story and I stop people they're going on their own little rant and I'd be like oh, wait 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 why did you do that in high school and then they go back and I tell you, most people, when we're done with the pre-interview, they're like, wow, I was kind of like a therapy session. <laughs> you don't ever really sit there and, and go back and think about these things. And I'm now asking you to kind of hone in on these little tiny things that you didn't think were important that I think might have led you down the path you're on right now. But even though I have these pages and pages and pages of notes, and I may highlight some really cool, like everybody has these one-liners that are just inspirational. Everybody. And I love them and I highlight them and then I read them before we get on the Zoom call. But I will tell you what, every interview, it goes into its own direction. And I've started my interview process on the Zoom call saying, hey, even though I have all these notes on you, this is going to be completely organic. It may, we may not talk about anything we talked about in the interview. And as long as they're okay to like just let it flow, so am I. And people will, re I've had people reveal some pretty intense stuff that they've never told anyone else when we're on the Zoom call. So now over 16,000 people <laughs> will hear this thing they've never told anybody. But at that moment, it's sort of like whatever you believe in, higher source, power, whatever it is you believe in, I really think there's an intervention thing going on in there and somebody's hearing what they need to hear. Somehow the information's getting to the people that need to hear it at that moment that they're listening. Yeah. And you make, make your guests feel comfortable. I think that is also so key for what you do, like, because otherwise they wouldn't share that probably either. Yeah, thank you. That was probably, you know, and that's probably like when my kids say, my daughter is so, she's like, oh, you did this, this, and this. Why aren't you doing this? You went to school for this. You did, but, but, but you did all these certifications. I'm like, but I think I had to do all that stuff to bring me to where I am now so that I can do exactly what you said. So maybe the social work degree in college was good because it helped me learn how to ask questions that are open and, don't require a yes or no answer, right? And maybe that all the studying for health and holistic stuff helped me 
be able to research other doctors and other methods that I wouldn't have before. You know, all these things kind of bring you to where you are. Yeah. And it's all you. It's it's like you bring all of that to the table in every interview and that makes you unique. And that also makes your podcast unique. Oh, thank you. That's very nice. Thank you. <laughs> I do love it. And I do think it is my purpose. And however it, whatever it morphs into, because I have no expectations, you know, that then let that be. But listening that's the key for all of us in all our lives, no matter what we're doing, is being able to just listen. Oh, I love this. Thank you so much for sharing this, Wendy. I think this is super valuable for other podcasters to hear. I think we definitely got some really good takeaways from this episode. Just what you did in one year of podcasting, I think is amazing. And I cannot wait to be part of the next year of year two of Second Wind, because I think it's going to be even more amazing and you're going to touch even more lives with the stories that you share. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm bringing some younger women on who are experiencing their their second wind in their younger years that's going to set them up for being ahead of the curve by the time they're my age. Oh cool. So they're they're in the middle of it. They're experiencing it. They're they're, they're starting to do what my age group is learning to do. They're already there. They're already privy to a lot of the information that I didn't have when I was their age and how to handle relationships and all these different techniques that just we didn't know about. My age group didn't know about. So they're already trying to to hone in on their feelings and what makes them feel good and not just chase the dollar bill or do what anybody else is telling them to do because they're looking for that thing that makes them feel fulfilled. Whereas before we were just like, okay, what's going to pay the next bill? Or I just need to get married or I just need to do this or I just need to run the kids around and not worry about me. There's there's a different mindset now. So I have some really, really cool younger women coming on uh, next year to talk about some of the cool things they're doing and, and inspire all ages. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do this without you, Anne. I'd need to put that in there. Because you've helped me so much and, and you've guided me and I'm like, I can't do this Google thing and you, you're willing to help me. And yeah, it, it's surrounding yourself with people that can help you with the things that you just can't figure out is so important, is so important. And you are one of those people. So thank you for helping me on this journey. Oh, thank you. Well, you also don't have to figure everything out. I also want to put that out there. Like if if you're not a tech savvy person, like you don't have to learn how to edit podcasts. You can, if you want, if, if you think you like it, or if, if you're, you think you're good at it, then you can, like it's, it's for some people, it's pretty easy to learn, but you don't have to. So if you don't want to learn it, or if you're like, that's not for me, I just want to do the interviews. You don't have to there. That's why people like me have, have our business. And uh, it's totally possible to just outsource that part and just do what you do best. Yes. Yes. Thank God for people like you. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Wendy, I think we have a lot of cool episodes that we can look forward to. Um, If you want to listen to Wendy's podcast, you can go to secondwindthepodcast.com. We will also link it in the show notes so you can go there to listen to her latest episodes. Yeah. Wendy, thank you so much again. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you, Anne. Thank you for listening today. 
I hope that something you heard made you smile, made you think, and made you feel. If these incredible stories empowered you, awakened you, or left you feeling inspired, make sure to share with a friend and write us a review on iTunes so we can continue to change lives through this content. Make sure you tag us while you're listening on our Facebook group, My Second Wind, or hit the link in the show notes to join the conversation. Until next time, go ahead and breathe in your second wind.